0: hello today's conversation is with the band glass grenade who is a pop punk band based out of austin texas and we met uh, about a month ago playing a couple shows together at the carousel lounge here in austin texas which if you don't know is a very cool old venue that is super quirky and has just a lot of feel and vibe to it but in our conversation we talk about what it's like to be a pop punk band in austin the role of punk in society today and their histories as musicians, both Alex and Michael. But before we get to that, please remember to like, leave a comment, and subscribe to my channels. And if you would like to consider supporting my content generally, please visit my Patreon page. And remember, if you sign up on my Patreon for just $3 a month, you can submit topics or questions for me to ask guests on the podcast or to address on my own. Welcome to Music in Mind. Music in Mind mind. with Anthony Collier. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Music in Mind. I'm here with Glass Grenade. This is Alex, who plays drums, and Michael, who plays guitar and does vocals. And we met probably uh, about a month ago when Alex was organizing a few shows over at the Carousel Lounge in Austin, Texas, Ooh. which is this quirky, kind of fun, goofy, very old bar. I learned it's from yeah. like 1963 or something.
1: Yeah. It's,
0: <laughs> it's just crazy. a relic.
1: But a lot uh, of the original stuff is in there still which is really cool yeah
0: yeah it's a wild spot i like it though. yeah it it's, is. It's, it's i kinda, do too yeah kinda kinda goofy. Of fun. <laughs> but yeah i got i got to hear them i got to hear them play and they 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 just make this really fun just like heavy punk pop punk just fun in your face music it's great i love it so uh <laughs> yeah how's it going you. guys
1: Done good oh, yeah doing good and it's fine what is it tuesday it is a Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday.
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: I lose track sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I've seen that you guys have been um, posting videos from the studio. This is true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so what's 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 in the works?
2: We just recorded our uh, second song. It's called Forgotten. Okay. And um, we're probably gonna put
1: it out here soon. Couple days. Couple days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We week or so i mean however long it takes to get how spotify and all that kind of oh right right takes right. to to upload there's just a few little tweaks that our producers got to do mm-hmm. to finish it but yeah
0: cool I, how many how many songs are getting released
2: um we're kind of doing it one at a time at the ah, moment
0: okay interesting uh yeah.
2: so just whenever a song's done we're just gonna put it out there mm-hmm and just for everyone to hear. And then nice. eventually we'll make all those songs into the first album, mm-hmm. which is going to be called Frag Out.
0: Frag Out?
2: Frag Out, yes. Okay,
0: nice. Is that a reference to something?
2: Um, absolutely, it's a reference to something. Um, I was in the military for about ah. three years. Uh-huh. And uh, right before we throw a grenade, we would have to shout, Frag Out.
0: Oh. So this is oh, kinda in our name like, is
2: Glass. Group. Frag out and you throw it <laughs>
0: Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah. So, so this this first album, it's called Frag Out because this is like the first thing that's being thrown out there.
0: I see. Okay, cool. So is this the first uh the first set of recordings you guys have done as a band?
1: Yeah. Kind of, kinda, yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> like professionally, yeah, definitely. Okay.
1: Yeah, we were in a, so we were in a band together before. In a different okay. band, and Michael played bass, and I still played drums. And then we we did some recordings with that band, but we obviously we eventually split split off from. There's three of us, and then we decided to go our own way and do this. Okay. So
0: nice. Well, that that's drama exciting.
2: happens. <laughs> stuff gets said, and yeah, it it, it happens. It, yeah. It's the nature of the beast, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, and musicians are, are temperamental.
1: Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: And not not reliable. It's, it's terrible. Uh, musicians yeah. are the worst,
1: man. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You just did a post about that, didn't you? Yes, I
2: did. Um, it was uh, one of those memes where it's like, "What do we want to play music? Oh when do we practice? Monday? I'm no longer good on Saturdays. It like, <laughs> I got to work.
1: Yep, let's oh, yep. postpone. Uh, it's like yeah. always something.
0: Yep yeah yeah how, how do you how do you how do you work that out in terms of in terms of working in music it's tough it's tough for every musician because it's this thing yes. where there's kind of a problem whereas if you're really trying to pursue music jobs really get in the way in terms of both yeah. time and tying you to a place so if you need to be like oh i need to drive to a show that's three hours away tonight you kind of have yeah. to be able to say yes but at right. the same time then you're not going to be able to make any money
1: Exactly. And and that's where it's, and I've talking about, I was talking to somebody about this, but I was like, you know, playing music is such a big investment and commitment. Because first yep. of all, I think about how, first of all, it takes years to learn an instrument. Yeah. Whatever it is. And then you get together with someone and you have to mesh with them. And then you have to write songs together. And then you have to practice those songs. Then you gotta book shows and do that and buy equipment. And that's expensive. And you're not really getting paid anything. Yeah. You know, on the back end. And so it's like a lot of work. And it's like you have to really love that shit to to do it. You know what I mean?
0: It's not, it's not an investment a bank would make, probably. No.
1: No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I That's...
2: mean, it, it really surprises me back in, like, the 60s and 70s where they would just go to a bar and they're like, okay, I kind of like how these guys sound. Well, I'm going to hire them right away. I'm yeah. going to give them a chance, throw dude. them to the fire, see how yep. they do. I like, wish. When they kick off, they kick off. If they don't, well, they'll be in debt to us forever
1: because we own them. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I, might, I might just take that deal, dude. Like, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the 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 time of house bands at bars is gone.
1: Yeah. It's it, uh, right,
2: uh, and uh, I think it's like you either live long enough to be a hero, or you either live live to be a hero, or live long enough to see yourself as the villain hmm. in some circumstances.
0: Hmm. That's an interesting like that. expression. Yeah, yeah. What? So, what's the villain in in music? How do you How do you become the villain? by selling out. I'm guessing. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> selling out. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, how how do you feel as a as a as a punk band about selling out?
1: Uh, dude, I would sell out in a heartbeat. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care, uh, I'd be like, You're gonna go tour with Britney Spears. I'd be like, Sign me up, I'm there. Uh, yeah, now, dude. Like, <laughs> like worker would be super pissed off because he's like a
2: super Britney thing. <laughs> what? Fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, would, I would absolutely yeah. sell out. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't even think, even if I wasn't really even getting paid, they're like, We're gonna throw you up. What on huge? Well, if they were like, Hey, we're gonna put you on these huge stages. I'd be like, that's cool, too, because...
0: Yeah, those tours, you know. though, are such a hassle. You have to get paid. Like, maybe well, one yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd be
2: like, I, yeah. It's like, okay, you're getting paid, but you know that, that payment is going to go towards gas, food, probably hotel room. Yeah. Right. Strings, drum heads, who knows what. Yeah, that's
0: yeah, true. Yeah, the, the sellout thing is funny. Anybody who, the people who are really against selling out, I imagine most of them have not had the opportunity to sell out. Right. Yeah. Like that hasn't been presented to them, I would guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway. G- give uh,
2: and take, you know, you, you can play devil's advocate all day, but you never know unless yeah. you're in those
0: shoes, right? That is true. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what's the what's the pop punk scene in Austin like? I'm actually fairly new to Austin myself. I moved here yep. like two months ago. Uh, have you have you guys been here for a while? Have you did you grow up here or anything like that?
1: I grew up in Houston. Okay. I grew up in Houston, and then I moved to California, and then when I, I moved from California to here in like late 2017, and then I was actually gone from here for like five months in 2018. So really, I've kind of been here. Kind of settling in since like 19 like three years uh-huh three and a half maybe three and a half years and um i don't know dude like it's not really there's not really like a punk scene i, I don't mm. think so I, I think there's like spot there's
2: this yeah spot places probably where if you get lucky you can find them but yeah i've been i lived in san marcus for a while
0: ah okay yeah
2: but um i was a sheltered child. So I didn't really go out and do stuff. I was more focused on getting that Eagle Scout. So I, I never went out and did parties or went to shows. And uh, then I became a slave to a job. And then I joined the military. Then, then this and that and that and this.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, but both both Texas people. I mean, San Marcos is is pretty close.
2: Uh. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah
1: like an hour
2: hour and a a
1: half and And the the thing is uh like san antonio is that they have a really good like metal yeah Yeah, i've seen that that. i've heard that yeah
2: for metal and
1: there's more of a like a scene there but here i would have to say like it's spotty like yeah there's all kinds of music here for sure but i would say like the overwhelmingly majority of things is more like cover bands it does mm-hmm. seem
0: like there's a lot of cover bands. Also, I don't know if you've noticed this, and uh, there's no offense to Austin musicians or whatever, but so- Take all the offense
2: you need. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so
0: coming out here, I, I started going to like blues jams downtown and stuff and like killer guitar players, really, really good. And then I checked out some of the cover bands and the cover bands out here are bad. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, coming <laughs> yeah. from LA, like the cover bands yeah. there are amazing. Like, right. Which ev- is note perfect. All the, they sound exactly like the original. Mm. They all wear like tuxes and stuff. Like, it's this whole thing, like the whole corporate band world. And the cover bands out here that get gigs on like Sixth Street, mm-hmm. like relatively high playing gigs, four hour sets are like awful. And I don't understand how that's possible.
1: <laughs> I don't get it at all. There's, yeah. I, you I think they'd
0: that... need to be good to make
1: money. Yeah. I don't know.
0: And there's I such don't... good players around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you've encountered that also. I have. Yeah. No. I've definitely noticed that. I'm not the biggest fan of cover bands. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, Yeah yeah what, what i don't want to talk too much shit no no it's
0: okay it's all right it's, it's all right fine, it's all right but this it, is just general of, this is no bands yeah. in particular
1: yeah
2: yeah i think cover songs are fine but if you you kind of lose your individuality as a yes. band if you just do covers
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah so what's 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 your mission what's the glass grenade
1: mission as a band I don't. I don't know if we've like sat down and established what a, what a mission is.
2: Um, play songs and do shit. <laughs> That's
1: great. Yeah. <laughs> Think just like if we kind of take it, just maybe like every few months. So like we'll probably be done with the record, probably like March ish mm-hmm. around there. You yeah. know, and then um, the goal is just to keep playing shows more consistently, yeah. and you know meet more people like you we got to meet you and then get onto bigger stages
0: yes yeah
1: of course it's that's, that's really it you know
0: yeah it's it's really it, it's tough also because i feel like it is we're in a time where it's very difficult to get people to go out to shows uh-huh. i think people are i mean even what we're doing now we're talking over zoom <laughs> We live probably fairly near. not no, that
2: but... that van full of nuns show was fucking insane. That was, that was a good show. Was what was during this during COVID? We went to see a group called a uh, van full of nuns, and they're oh. a pop punk cover band. Okay. And that night was wild.
1: It, it was like I was expecting dude. to see like ten people. There's like thirty or it's awesome. Dude. It's like I we walked in and it's like. And and I wish, and I was telling Michael this, like, I wish there was places like this, like venues that you could do this every weekend because you go in there, you could hear the fucking punk rock from, like, a mile away when you pull up and you have to, like, walk and it's by the lake and you have to go down. But you can hear it, dude. You can feel it, you know, when you're, like, walking up to a show like, yeah, dude. And you can just feel the power chords. And, oh, so you're like, <laughs> and so like you get that everyone's like in flannels and like trucker hats <laughs> and chucks and it's like just a, a scene i'm like back in high school like everyone's just like punk it's playing pool and just like mm. eating pizza dude i'm like this is fucking there needs to be a venue like this somewhere yeah you know what i mean and uh and and yeah they're a cover band but man they put on a really good show yeah, yeah. and um it's a good vibe and like that's you know, if we could do stuff like that, that would be cool.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like the scene establishment is so important. Yeah, it, so it's, important. It's part of why I moved out here, because the problem with Southern California is it's so disconnected. And so you can get like these one-off shows all around, but it's very difficult to be in a situation where there's other other bands you're playing with and then other, like a consistent audience. And I feel like that that combination is something that's really important. I've noticed it a lot mm. in in the comedy world, like the comedy store in L.A. was this spot where professional comedians of all levels would come out and then uh, audiences would pay them and then they would just all do short sets. But they were all coming out all the time. And so like it's kind of this this idea that it would be great to have a club that has kind of a diverse range of music, but it's just a bunch of professional musicians who are all pursuing it hard coming out and like everybody comes into short sets like four mm-hmm. nights a week or something
1: yeah that'd be awesome yeah that'd be awesome and i think i don't i don't know what like the the goal of a lot of these venues are but you know like we like the last when we played carousel I was, I mean, mm-hmm. there was so many different bands going on like after us yep there yep. you know what i mean it was just all over the place which is cool mm-hmm. you know But it would be cool if they are like, all right, that's, yeah, that that bar, dude, that's like a total punk bar. And, like, it kind of just, like, absorbs and, like, brings in, like, that type of scene. And, like, it's cool. It's cool to go do that and be like, hey, dude, let's go to this bar. It's like a total metal place. Or let's go over here. It's like total acoustic indie stuff. And, like, Mm -hmm. it's, I like that. I like going and be able to go and, like, you know, but now there's not really, that doesn't really exist anymore, it seems like.
0: Yeah. It's uh it, it's it's kind of a weird spot that music and live shows and stuff are in everywhere.
1: It is weird. Yeah.
0: So what so what about getting into music? How did how did you each get into to playing? Did you did you study music in in school or in college or anything? Wow. Joe?
2: Um I didn't really study music. Um, I always, my uh, grandpa used to play uh, a Fender Stratocaster and a nice Martin guitar every once in a while. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I always bugged my parents. Like, I want a guitar, I want a guitar, I want a guitar. Finally, I get a guitar and I took lessons for maybe a year and a half, got to learn a lot of basics and then just kind of off and on playing chords and stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. Then I got...
2: This was 16 years old, I think. Oh, okay, nice. About sophomore ish year of high school. And um, uh, I was first got in a really bad band. Well, first bands are bad bands, right? <laughs> uh, with one of my best friends to this day. Like, we were in the same science class, a pick falls out of his wallet, and he's like, and I was like, oh you play guitar too? <laughs> so let's be in a band. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's kind of the, like my first band. And then I was kind of on and off on and off with um, church bands, contemporary church bands.
0: Oh, nice. You've done that. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah. Um, but I was always, I was a bass player or a vocalist for those. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, when I was in the army, I would always, i ended up buying a couple of instruments in Hawaii and just so I could join these contemporary bands on, on post and keep playing.
0: That's cool. Do you still play that stuff?
2: Uh, yes and no. Mm -hmm. Um, like if my mom needs help with trying to find something right with it, with those songs, like she's, she's just now trying to learn how to play guitar Oh. and like i i'm just doing all this stuff it's like how are you doing it I'm like i'm doing it like this
0: <laughs> yeah that stuff it's it's always fun there's there's a there's a church i i sub at sometimes in in mm-hmm. the la area like when i go back for shows i'll use it as a way to pay for the flight and uh mm. it, it's just fun. It's like all that kind of u2 stuff just like really washy <laughs> you got fan.
2: paid <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man you didn't get paid for it
2: hell no <laughs> oh that sucks Not really. I got paid in experience. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it's good. I mean, good, good track band practice and stuff like that. Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, That's sweet. And some of it now, like you wouldn't know, it's not Imagine Dragons or something.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
0: So Alex, what about you? In terms of your history Um, with, with music?
1: I was so I remember being in like fourth grade. And going to like this music night at at my, my, like, uh, whatever elementary school. And they were like, what do you want to play an instrument? And I saw a drum practice pad. Mm -hmm. I was like, dude, I want to do that. And then, but my parents were like, you can't even hear that. You know, my mom was like, you can't hear it, dude. You don't (laughs) want to play that. I'm like, but then I was like, (laughs) so I didn't know any better. I was like, okay. And I, and so I played the trumpet for a little bit Mm -hmm. and I hated it. And then I switched the piano, and I did that for a little bit, and that was cool, but I didn't really, like, stick to it for a long time. And then, like, fast forward to, like, sixth, seventh grade. You know, I'm a total, like, punk rock kid. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> got my first drum kit, and I just played. I, I practiced drums. I didn't know what I was doing mm-hmm. for, like, a long time. I would just put, like, head, big headphones on. And sometimes I would have to duct tape it because it was so loud. And like, you know, that back then the headphones, they weren't like, like a soundproof. So yeah. you could hear it. And I'm playing so loud. And, uh, and I would just put stuff on and, um, and and try to play to it, you know? Yeah. And I remember one day when it clicked, I was listening to Adam's song. Mm. Um, and it clicked, dude. i was like, this is three, four time, And I was playing it. Wow. I was like, wow, this makes.
0: That's great. And that's totally I got self-taught. A and, uh,
1: yeah, so I, I saw myself and I just, I would come home, but so I joined the drum line when I was in mm-hmm. high school, but I was my, I made horrible grades. So I oh. couldn't, Uh-oh. I, <laughs> couldn't I couldn't, I couldn't really be honest. So yeah. I was like kind of half on half off. And, but I still, I got a snare and I, would, and I learned how to like do it and like play oh. it And properly read the music and do all that shit. I just never got to like do it because my grades sucked. I was either like skateboarding, Uh hanging out with my girlfriends or playing drums because I just wanted to, I didn't want to do that. You know what I mean? So I just like practiced nonstop, dude, all day, like five hours a day. And then like senior year and then like junior year, you know, I started playing bands. People like started like, damn, dude, you're good. Let's play. And there was like a more like a bigger punk rock scene then. So it was really fun. In like senior year, I started like teaching drums, like doing drum lessons and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I started.
0: Nice, that it's it's amazing self taught like that, just by ear too. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's it's an Thank interesting you.
0: issue with um, ear work versus reading in this because I have a lot of mm. students, and I have this. It's a problem that I have, and I, I like to ask other musicians about this too. Because students will ask me, why do I need to learn how to read or ne- how to learn, need to know how to identify what a chord is or things like that? And uh, it's a little bit tricky because my answer is something like you don't need to, but it's going to become very difficult if you're trying to communicate with other musicians and you have no language to do that. And so if, right. if your ear is so good that nobody needs to speak a word to you, fine. But most people's mm-hmm. ear is not that good, and so if you're playing a show and they're like it's an A chord and you're lost by that, that's a problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right.
2: that, that's that was really funny when like when I first met Alex, uh-huh. like like with this guitar player, I'm like, okay, what key is it in? And he just looked at me like a
0: right, just
2: just a deer in the headlights, like, <laughs> oh
0: i don't know yeah yeah it goes like this
2: fucking guitar players okay (laughs) um well what scale are you using what's a scale
0: what's a scale oh no that's bad
1: (laughs) did he really say that no he didn't
0: (laughs) (laughs) what
2: or or like i tried to explain to him that he was playing a pentatonic scale and he's Uh like what's a pentatonic scale it's like it's what you're doing right here
0: I mean the name what it is is its name too. It's yes. uh, it's five tones. It's <laughs> five easy. Tones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean that it, it really challenged me a lot with uh, mm-hmm. like cuz I've never had to like deconstruct a song like that before. Right. Cuz I'm, I'm always with church fans, the notes are right there in front yes. of me.
0: Yes. Yeah, well, it's interesting also because something like punk music or rock music in general, there isn't really a history of written notation for it. And there's all those right. tab tab websites that are way, Yes. way wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I feel like guitar players have this problem where the way they learn, they don't develop good ears or good reading ability because they mm. kind of rely on tabs and they're like, ah, that's not quite right. And they sort of figure it out and sort of don't. But they, the tab is a crutch. And then the fact that they can't read is like, they're crippled in that direction but well, drummers actually, it's different right
1: well yeah because i can't say like what's an a chord and hear it yeah but i can hear and, and actually it's funny because i just bought an acoustic guitar oh um, nice like my grandpa always played he played like he was a big musician in cuba and stuff and mm-hmm. i just never learned how to play guitar and i'm like i don't and i every time i tell michael i'm like hey dude can you make it sound like this and I have to like send them references from YouTube or be like, I want, I don't know what this is, but what is this? What's this chord? Like make it sound like this. Yeah. And I was like, dude, okay. I need to like, just know what I'm talking about. So I went and bought an acoustic and I'm started taking lessons. So mm. I can at least know. Oh,
0: you're taking lessons. Oh, wow. I'm taking lessons cool. so I can
1: learn and at least know a little bit like enough to do stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the so, more instruments yeah. you understand, the easier it is to navigate all sorts of situations right yeah sorry what were you saying michael i don't know <laughs> you said if i i said peanut butter or jelly okay
2: okay so <laughs> i didn't mean to interrupt butter you jelly. <laughs> no i i it was a lost it, it was something lost um okay
1: uh, it was lost but now it's found <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> sounds good um,
1: All right, we're both ADD. So. No, 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 it's it's good. It's good. It's
2: good. It, it's, it's ADOS for me. <laughs> <laughs> for those that don't know, that means attention deficit. Ooh, shiny.
0: Nice. <laughs> um. So, what's the writing process for Glass Grenade? Do you both Ooh, that's write? Fun.
2: Um. Yeah we yeah. we sit down and like like see what um just verses or just we write down rewrite lyrics mostly Mm. or what lately has been but all this the songs that we do now i've been working on for the past maybe 10 years ish oh wow except okay except for forgotten i did that one within five months
1: okay it's like our best one
0: <laughs>
2: uh, that's always how it works think, though yeah
0: inspiration is yeah, quick
2: it, it, it's like it's like I came up with this thing and I don't know what to do with it and now uh, it's like dude I like it we need to make a song with that now <laughs> yeah. I'm like okay uh, what do I make this song about
1: uh,
0: so it's very lyric driven
1: yeah Uh. yeah Kinda. Yeah. I I just come up with like lyrics, like I'll write uh-huh. and just kind of show Michael and be like, hey, dude, look, these are some ideas that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? And then he'll, you know, we'll kind of just get together and, and maybe put stuff on guitar. Like he's already yeah. he already had a lot of material before, but yeah. now we're getting more to like mm-hmm. uh, getting around to like kind of like, stuff that I wrote. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um,
2: I so. think yeah, gay love song was. Started out with the lyrics and then the music came later on. Uh huh. Uh, that was the first song that I, I wrote in in its entirety. I see. And, um, everything else has just been, oh, I like how I played this. So I'm going to make, I'm going to expand on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's just like, we're going
0: to start with lyrics and put music to the lyrics. Yeah. It's interesting which. Which uh, aspect takes takes the forefront, lyrics or music? Like that, I think. Um, I feel like there's a lot of bands that don't focus that much on the lyrics, mm-hmm. and I think in a sense you don't always have to. Like if you listen to like Lithium by Nirvana or something, the chorus is just yeah, mm-hmm. right.
2: <laughs> but it's like
0: it's an amazing song. It's so well written. Yeah, the baseline, Everything about that song is perfect. Oh, but the Kurt is Cobain just, yeah. was a fucking
2: genius, anyways. <laughs> I mean, right. can,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. It's, but um,
1: it's fun though, right? To to like approach things from different ways instead of just being like, all right, it's the same right. approach. Like guitar, okay, I got this, so let's put lyrics. Or like I even wrote a, a a drum part. I'm like, hey, dude, like I just wrote a crazy part. I'm like, let's put guitar to this. Nice. And just go from like different directions and and do it like that. It's always, I think, you kind of grow like that. And It's mm-hmm. interesting and fun to to just approach the writing process in all kinds of different ways. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the meaning is really different because if you're going if you're going in lyric first, you're expressing an idea or something, and mm-hmm. what you're expressing, you know, if you have like I have this awesome drum part, the meaning of that is very different, and the the intention yeah. behind it is different. It's it's more sort of bass and gestural and physical like this feels awesome versus this is an idea i'm trying to tell people about
1: for sure and i'm a very like i i love lyrics mm-hmm. so i love listening like lyrics mean something to me yep. so i you know if i can connect with lyrics or like if if i can't connect to the lyric i'm just like dude i'm not even feeling this and i can't even like play the song Really, and if I can like connect with it and be like, oh, I feel this in my yep. soul, mm-hmm. then that means something to me. And I'm going to like express that through my drums as well or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you're like that.
0: Yeah, but... David. Yeah, I, I'm big into lyrics. I always listen to lyrics. I think first is what I generally listen to.
1: Lyrics. Me too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, lyrics are great. I mean, it's what a song is. Yeah. It's, yeah. You're not listening yeah. to a symphony
1: yeah <laughs>
0: true
2: <laughs> it's like I'll, I'll get into the lyrics but then i'm going straight for the bass because yeah it's like the bass is that power <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean,
0: it, it's the I, i've been
2: playing yeah i've been playing bass for so long it's like i having to change from being a bass player to a guitar player it's like how mm. different is this
1: oh my god is it easier though like when you record bass in the studio it seems like it's super easy for you just to like lay the bass track down it is um um
2: for uh forgotten that was just on the spot um that was a good i love that line too yeah it
1: sounds really good
2: yeah uh with gay love song i had some ideas with um some of the bass players that we've auditioned before but never took and i was like I was like oh i like the way he did that so i'm gonna figure out how to do that
0: mm, yep and oh, okay. incorporate
2: it yeah gotcha
0: yeah, yeah. makes sense so you used to play bass in, in your old band with the two of you. Yes. Okay, and then you switched yeah, to guitar it, for this one.
2: Yeah, uh, for the contemporary bands, I always either I normally played bass, but if there was a song that I could sing, I would sing it and then play bass. I see. Um, I, I always have, I I, I have a little um, uh, dyslexia, don't we yeah. all? Uh, that just doing. Keeping track of that rhythm and singing just—it's ah, yeah, hard—scrambles my mind so much.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but you're doing it with guitar.
2: With I, I'm still doing it. Yes. Oh, oh! But you're saying you're still getting scrambled. I'm still getting scrambled in some some instances. Okay. But uh, I always found it singing and playing the guitar was easier. Yeah. Because this is your rhythm right here. mm Hmm. Like, you you don't really
0: have to focus on it as much as the bass. Right. Well, I think also by nature, guitar is an accompanimental instrument. It's built to accompany singing. Mm -hmm. That's sort of like Mm -hmm. the the 2,000-year-old history of that instrument. Yeah. And I feel like the the bass is more structural. Just tell that to Les Claypool. (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) I don't have his numbers, but... Oh, man. That guy's great. We're dropping all sorts of names today. Hit him in the DMs.
2: (laughs) The DMs, man.
0: (laughs) So you brought up auditioning a bass player. Yes. It's interesting the way that the bands form, because I have this idea. The best time to form a band is in high school when you don't know how to play yet, and you learn together. Because there's Mm. a problem when you're 30 or whatever that people who you're going to play with are also probably going to be around that age, and they need money. And so you can pay people and then they'll do probably a really really good job especially if you're paying them well but then right. they have no buy-in creative buy-in to the band and so it's not really a band it's just you and the guy you hired Yep. yeah First, versus bringing somebody in but then there's the gamble that they're not going to be reliable if you're not paying them right away right and i i think that's kind of why a lot of people just kind
2: of flaked out with us because right. Is like some people I liked how they sounded, Uh but like, I mean, Alex, we only knew each other for a year, but I knew within that first month that we would just, we would click together within Mm -hmm. the other band. So, uh, like when the guitar players split up, I at least wanted to just talk to him and say, Hey, what, what happened? Oh, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. You want to do our own thing? <laughs> um but yeah, it 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 does come to that like reliability factor, especially with us. Um, um hello train, you got derailed. Um <laughs>
1: reliability reliability do you have anything to input on that um i don't i was i didn't know where you were going with it but yeah it,
2: it, it, it was kind of a
1: feed off of what uh what um
2: um yeah Anthony like we're saying.
1: we're just trying to find like another just a basis because it's just yep. us two right now yeah like we're not gonna not play shows and stuff because we don't have a basis like yep we're gonna build it as we fly or whatever but mm-hmm. we good and and we get a lot of people you know we'll post something on facebook or something yeah. like hey we're, we're looking for a basis and people will hit us up and then they kind of flake They're like oh yeah. no i can't and, and there's like you were talking about earlier there's the work schedule too like no one can well hey i can't do anything until like i can only go from like 9 to 9 30 on wednesday you know they got like some it's sweet it, it's Great. super busy or something you know <laughs> it's like man what well, how do you work with someone like that <laughs> um yeah especially
2: when it's time to do a gig right, right. Yeah, <laughs> then, like,
1: then you gotta set up some some serious time to be able to go and do that yep um and it's just kind of difficult and like me me and michael both have a pretty flexible schedule like i work from home mm-hmm. and i kind of make my own hours and stuff and great michael gets off at a really decent time and mm-hmm. so we kind of have that that flexibility and on top of that we're both dedicated Yes. You know what I mean? Like of we're course. consistently practicing every week. Like rarely do we, you know, something comes up, whatever, no big deal. But we are consistent and we're dedicated when we're doing this. And mm-hmm. it's, it takes a little bit of discipline. Like, I think it's a little bit, but maybe it's a lot for most people just want to sit around and play when it comes down to it, man. It's work. It's a lot of work. Yep, it is. And, and you know, it's not just fun and games and, oh, let's, I'm going to bring a six-pack and we're going to jam, bro. Like, <laughs> nah, dude, this is like real shit. This is work, and we're here to work, dude. Like, we're putting them in serious work, work yep. hours. Yep, yep. And you're not getting paid for it either, and you better love it. Right. So of that's course. what it is, dude. <laughs> well, because and, the
0: idea is eventually at the other end, people will value it enough that they will pay you for it. yeah Yeah. because what i mean the the goal at least as i as i see it the goal of all that practice is that you're you're building something that you put out that actually is valuable right and then if you create value then people will respond by giving you value back in that kind of cycle exactly
1: yeah Yeah. Yeah. and i think a lot of people too are like well how much am i going to paid? am i going to make money and they look at they look at it from that perspective we don't we're just like Mm-hmm. whatever dude like we're we're just going to do this because we love it like yep. the, the money of course who doesn't want to get paid dude i like nice shit too i want to get paid <laughs> of to play my music, but yeah that's well you were going to really play
0: for Brittany for free <laughs> dude she has money don't do that
1: <laughs> i'd probably do that for a couple, a couple of weeks like, right, nah, you know what took me on the payroll
0: yeah <laughs>
2: Like, can i get paid as a stagehand i i can i can do stuff i can yeah. lift things <laughs> yeah.
1: i know how to plug stuff in dr- i'll play so then i'll get paid to be your drum tech <laughs>
0: <Sure>. <laughs> yeah oh man so 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 you both have a history with pop punk then like you grew up with it it's it's sort of like your music
1: oh, dude i pretty much yeah, yeah like, uh, i grew up in punk rock originally okay just like you know, hardcore, and punk, oh. and street punk and stuff like that. And then I remember being like, you know, like AFI back when they were a hardcore band. That was my favorite band, mm-hmm. you know, back in like seventh, eighth grade. And then yeah, I knew who Blink-182 was, dude, but I was like, dude, fuck them. You know, they're sellouts and this and that. And then it wasn't until I, <laughs> you know, I had that mentality. Yeah, and then right. when you're like in sophomore year and this dude that was on the drum, I was like, hey, you need to check this out. Check this drummer out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, whatever. And it was take off your pants and jacket, dude. I, I put. I remember being in like, I forget which class it was, but I remember the class. It was like one of those classrooms that were like in those buildings that are not in the main building, mm-hmm. but they're like the trailer building. Oh, place. the
2: trailer classroom. Oh. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And, I'm and like this class sucks, but I have my headphones and I listen to it. And dude, it was the greatest album i've ever heard and all like no one plays drums like this mm-hmm. you know and punk like yep. it's all just the same shit and i was like that's how i want to play uh-huh. like he's making music with his drums yes yes he's yes doing he's shit and like, mm-hmm. yeah and i was like that's that's what i that's what i want to do mm-hmm. and that just like lit a fire in me to like be play think so crazy outside the box and do crazy parts and, and do that kind of stuff uh-huh uh, I, think, a, I mean i think a lot of drummers got influenced by travis you know yeah, that's not right. really that like good yeah but, uh,
0: <laughs> i mean i know. feel like you play like with that physicality of him too uh, the way you play it's like
1: yeah it's like super he, aggressive. he, he really does that. he does <laughs> <laughs> and I, it fit me perfect because i'm like i'm already like aggressive and i want to play hard and stuff you're like so mad that,
0: at your symbols <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, not, I'm not mad dude i'm just like into it and it's just, yeah. just having know, fun yeah yeah and, and that just stuck with me, you know what I mean? Like doing that, so yeah,
0: that's yeah, that's great. And then you learned it by ear, mm-hmm. you just like, listen, like, what's he doing on the hi hat? Oh, that's what he's doing,
1: yeah. And I mean, I'm sure I probably like with some piano lessons that I had previously mm-hmm. and like doing some stuff in band, and like that helped, but just really getting it in and just trying, mean like, okay, I gotta get this, and just spending hours, dude, like every day, and it finally just clicked. Mm-hmm. i was like wow dude this is the time frame like this is how this works dude and it just i remember specifically it was adam's song and it just it, everything just clicked all of a sudden yeah you know and I, that's was that was a big turning point for me well i feel like that
0: expressiveness of tra- uh, his drumming specifically but drumming in pop punk versus like underground other underground types of punk where it's like balls to the wall like crazy fast solos and just beating the hell out of the drums kind of a thing <laughs> like that that anger uh um, yeah it's a very different way of approaching what the function of that instrument is mm-hmm. right. keeping time versus just elevating the mood in the room to just this <laughs> insanity because you played the loudest yeah. instrument by far and like i'm just gonna make everybody go insane right now
1: right yeah, and it's almost like I want you to feel the emotions with how I'm playing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well grooves. Like grooves versus that kind of a thing.
1: Yeah, just the same thing. like anyone can do like this fast punk beat and then blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Okay, and then it's like the same thing every time like I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what
0: what about what about the bass and or guitar side of it? Um like like who were some who were some musicians when you were young you were looking to like, ah, that's that's something special.
1: None really. <laughs> um, <laughs> um
2: I would always look up to my friend uh uh Josh. Oh cool. Um, okay. That's more uh, personal then. Yeah, it's a little more personal. Um because he was actually in he was taking music classes and he studied music theory for a while in Mm -hmm. high school or in in college uh uh, before he changed his uh his degree so i i always look up to him as a musician and like like i kind of wanted to play like him or do my own thing but seek his approval Uh (laughs) like i have this big senpai notice me um mentality with him and he went to our, our last show, and yes, Senpai did notice, so I'm like, oh my god.
0: Blush. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like he, he really wants to be more involved with the stuff that we're doing, hmm. and while I'm trying to figure out ways he can really incorporate himself.
0: I see. Maybe okay.
2: just as cool. a ba- backup bass player, or a fill-in nice. bass player for okay. us, or we we don't know yet. We're, we're kind of still discussing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but types of music i really li- i listen to yeah um blink 182 obviously some 41 a bit dead kennedy's dead mm. milkman mm-hmm. uh ramones obviously um and that was kind of like the core foundation for punk um but also like listening to metal like system of a down disturbed oh, yeah and <laughs> <Disturbed>. oh yeah <laughs> disturb <Them>. oh wow <laughs> yeah, i remember that yes um but yeah then in the military i could i really got to expand my knowledge on artists so i started mm-hmm. listening to rise against i even got mm-hmm. symphonic metal like nightwish glory hammer power wolf it, it's like I'm, I'm this broad spectrum uh-huh. of just rock and roll. Like I even like listening to the '80s and '70s rock. So, mm-hmm. it's like I, I like it all. Um, there's not one particular musician that I really look up to, sure. besides just either because it's like if if I tried to be that one person, then I'm not going to be myself.
0: I see. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's it's interesting the like the the more conceptual idea versus the the personal idea, looking up to somebody you know and seeing mm-hmm. that as uh as inspiration or the concept, you know, like listening to listening to a drummer or uh, a guitar player who you hear their music and it's just like, "Oh, that's what I want to do." Yeah, that sort of conceptual versus the personal coming together. Like it's
2: that. like we, we can all any... listen to Herman Lee and Buckethead and try to be like them, but <laughs> you're not <laughs> but going why? to in the why? Why would you? Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> you can play fast and shred. Good for you. But yeah. are you really being yourself at that point? Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm i really like I like the idea of self-expression
0: through yep. the music. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Just very like punk. Alex I mean, here. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's a, very that's much, much punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So is, is punk still alive? Do you think? Yes. Really? Think so.
2: <laughs> it, it, <Uh-oh>. <laughs> it, <laughs> it it may not be as alive as we want it to be, but yeah. since it's still out there, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's still there. I mean, so what uh, is it? Chi- Chicago has Riot Fest every year, yep. which is a punk festival, so it's not dead. It, right. it's just there's it's hiding yeah, in there's a corner the, there's still,
1: like, <laughs> punk bands still around like, yeah I think of like right now like the casualties are one of my favorite yeah. punk bands and they're still touring like, rancid they're yep. still touring yep. um green day yeah, yeah like newfound oh, glory man, but green
0: day's last thing that was all just that was what was it like tracks to put in commercials and stuff yeah uh, i don't know um uh, it was bad
1: but i do I, you talk like these are bands that have been around forever um, yeah newfound glory is one of my favorite mm. all-time pop punk bands ever and, but when you think of like, well, what about the new stuff coming up? And it's almost like solo acts that are like half rap, half kind of mm, like emo yeah, punk. Yeah. And that's like the new genre of punk, which to me is punk.
0: Yeah.
1: That's not, that's a whole other thing that that's cool or whatever. Okay. But no, I don't think that's punk at all. And, uh, but I, I, I'm like, who's new coming up in the punk scene? Or, and it's, like, where is the punk scene? But like, I'm trying to think, like, in the past couple years, even like, I don't know, yeah. there's just not, it's dwindling and I hope it comes back. You know what I mean? And you know what, dude, machine gun Kelly, I, yeah. I think that the dude's a total tool. He looks like a toothpick and like, he looks like he I would agree, not be fun. Man. He would not be cool to hang out with. I don't feel like, but I'm not going to lie. Some of this new, like I never heard his rap stuff, but some of yeah. this new stuff that he did with Travis, it's pretty yeah. good. Yep. And yep. so I'm hoping that, Dan, that was pretty good. I hope that, like, it inspires some new generation to actually start a band and learn instruments and play some new, do some new pop-punk stuff.
0: Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the the, the pop-punk-punk punk distinction is very interesting because I, uh, two days ago, or, yeah, two days ago, I was playing a show in L.A. with my band, and... Um, And the place we were playing had a had a bunch of bands on the list. And the the person playing before us was just she was just a solo singer, songwriter, and she sang the most punk song I've ever heard in my life. Her closing song was When Jesus Christ Goes Down on Me. And it's just, just like this little girl singing this song about it's both like this weird, like pro religion song in this crazy way. Like, I don't even agree <laughs> with the message, but it's this pro religion <laughs> and it's also anti complete establishment religion because it's talking sexually about Jesus Christ. It was like, this is the most punk thing I've ever heard in my life. Is
1: she nice. like on acoustic or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Nice. It was amazing. And I was like, whoa, wh- where else is this happening? Where are there people like? just being completely subversive with their music. (laughs) And I feel like pop punk kind of toes that line or it's kind of straddles the line because it has that pop element. It has this mass appeal element. Cause like that song is not going anywhere. That song's not ending up on Lollapalooza. (laughs) That's going to be in a dive bar in, in East Hollywood forever. But yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, lyrically, is that what you mean? Like, there's a big kind
0: of difference. Lyr- lyrically, attitude, like it, like if I think about old punk, like the Sex Pistols or something, the, the ethic mm-hmm. that actually it doesn't matter how good you are at your instrument. You can right. be good or not. What you're doing <laughs> is you're expressing an anger and a subversion. You're saying fuck right. you to the system or something like that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. That's for sure. And I think more pop punk is a little bit more like uh, and the the lyrics are centered more about around like emotional like heartache addiction yes. yep yep death shit like that it's you that personal I mean? aspect yeah. yeah
0: it's the personal yeah, which, realm instead of the heady ideas thing I,
2: I think that's why i've forgotten is you like it so much because it is so personal to me
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah and, i mean gay, gay love song's great it, it's just it's fun yeah. but forgotten it, it's just really personal to me and like yeah like uh, I, I had some of my friends and my uh, mom listen to it and my mom almost started crying was oh like, wow it was like a good, yeah a
1: lot of people like it
2: yeah I'm like what who is that about and I'm like it's about
1: <laughs> your ex <laughs> yeah. wow <laughs> yeah and that's um, I guess for me, I can relate more to, oh, you're talking about fuck the government. It's like, that's cool, but whatever, dude, I don't really care. But <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's great. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I can relate more to, to this and like, I felt this and like, okay, I can, you know what I mean? Like, out, you know, Alkaline Trio? Yes. They're like one of my favorite bands and like, mm-hmm. you can, their lyrics are powerful, you know? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's kind of just more where my, my brain is and like, my, you know my spirit aligns with that more mm-hmm. i'm already fucked the system when i walk out right. every day i've been like that i don't, I don't need to say it anyway. <laughs> that's great already, that's i've
0: already amazing. been amazing you just that, embody you know? it you don't need to talk yeah. about <laughs> so.
1: it so
0: that's awesome nice so um oh alex you have a podcast also right i do i think i saw this so so what's what what is your podcast what's what's it's <laughs> idea so
1: we don't even have a name for it yet um yeah. it's is just it, is it and,
0: both of you or is it a, with somebody else just Tim. oh i see so it's
1: me yeah it's me and someone one of my um one of my good friends from i i do a lot of like jujitsu
0: uh-huh
1: it's like a huge part of my life mm-hmm. and it's one of my good friends from there and he always wanted to do a podcast and i said sure let's let's do one um so we're we've done like four or five casts just to kind of like feel it out and like Mm -hmm. you know uh get us talking and kind of see where just where it's going to go and and we've kind of come to a conclusion that we're going to just be talking kind of like relating things to jujitsu how that relates to life and like going Mm. through things and like there's like the next thing we're going to talk about is kind of like the loneliness epidemic of like the
2: like
1: people in our age group and like Mm -hmm. the break the breakage in society and like how there's the the disconnect and like how to like how can we get through that or like what are solutions to it and just things like that it goes it goes kind of deep Mm -hmm. you know that's great that's cool
0: yeah how how does jujitsu relate to your playing oh you're such a physical player it makes sense
1: (laughs) yeah i'm i'm just i'm super aggressive in jujitsu like i'm always attacking uh-huh. and i'm really fast like that's one thing people are always saying like don't get me wrong there's, i get my ass beat a lot uh-huh. you know what i mean but i'm i'm super fast and i'm just like spinning i'm like doing and i, I think that i try to incorporate that's kind of similar because i'm trying to be like there's any time i can put a fill in or a roll or do something <laughs> dude, I'm doing, like, like i'm fast doing yeah like, <laughs> um that's great just being aggressive and attacking uh-huh. yeah and people yeah. have said that they're like dude you play drums like you do jiu like, that's
0: awesome <laughs> you're like you that's got cool. the drums all tied up in a knot <laughs> 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 i'm gonna choke yeah. these drums out that's great. <laughs> nice so yeah michael do you do a podcast also
2: i do not do a podcast but um, kind of a segue. I'm in the martial arts as well. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, it's, a uh, one way, which brings out the best martial arts of all forms, but its core is, uh, Taekwondo.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And like, I I keep saying to Alex, I'm like, man, we got to roll one of these days. Cause I I do, we do uh, grappling, (laughs) which is a bit of jujitsu. And I'm like, I know I'm going to get my ass kicked, but I'm like, what can I learn from this? To
1: see, he He just just got his black belt too. Oh, wow. In his, in his martial arts. So that's really cool. That's amazing.
0: Congrats. Thank you, sir.
1: So yeah, that's another way that we connected. Like, oh. You're an eagle. You were an eagle scout, dude. I was an eagle scout. I do jujitsu. Oh, you kick people. I kick, kick people. <laughs> oh, you I, kick people. That's great. I grab people's legs and like try to break them, but you kick them I'm like. Okay, right.
0: You're like good. I try not to let people kick me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I was like, oh, I know a defense against that leg grab.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. That'd be it'd be interesting to see, uh, like how how that chess game would would work out somebody who like doesn't know taekwondo doing just jujitsu is somebody doing more taekwondo to see to see right. how it would interface even
2: yeah uh, well like i said we we do a lot of a lot of mixed martial arts not it's not just taekwondo i see, so, I see. like i said we we do we do grappling which is mm-hmm. like jujitsu um on certain days but we also do strike sparring as well hmm so, like, if we're in a fight, we, like, in an actual fight, and like somebody wants to go to the ground, but we only know how to strike, we're gonna lose. Right. Or if we only know how to go to the ground, but they know how to strike.
0: Yeah. Right. We're
2: probably gonna lose that. So this brings out the aspects of like we know how to strike, and we can kind of hold our own on the ground as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, yeah. That's why I'm really liking this uh, this art of of one way
0: <laughs>
2: do, and, do, and that, that it, it's kind of a a, a play with uh, what um uh, bruce lee used to say the 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 best form is a shapeless form
0: be like water ah, nice yeah does does it translate into your music playing at all though i mean because it's it seems like martial arts in general they're a combination of, of physicality but also very trained and practiced physicality
1: mm-hmm. like a dis there's definitely a discipline
0: to it right yeah. which, which I mean, playing an instrument is also it's just very yeah, fine it, it's a right it's a more particular skill right
2: i mean i i put similarities to martial arts and playing music all the time like like just practicing one technique over and over again yep. until we get it crisp each time mm-hmm. um and it's like playing guitar yeah, um, isn't that isn't that something like you just you going over things yeah something. for so and many, I mean, you don't yeah. get it
1: for like two years later yeah you it, but you've done it a million times <laughs> yeah
2: yeah uh my instructor my master says like you're not going to be an expert bird in a day it's going to take over ten thousand times to do something to perfect mm-hmm. it
0: yeah i think there's also that element of finding the finding you the confidence in yourself to execute it mm-hmm. because you play music best when you're not thinking about, Oh, how did that go? Oh, I hope I don't mess that up. You play yeah. it best when you have the confidence to let your body just do it.
1: When you, when you're in a flow state. Yep.
0: Yeah. And I imagine that's also true with, with uh, fluid martial arts. Like if, if you're doing it <laughs> yeah. well,
1: mm-hmm. Very true. Absolutely. your body knows yeah. what to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. So uh so what's coming up next for Glass Grenade? Do you have any shows coming up? I think this is, I'm gonna try and get this out by Thursday of this week. So two days.
1: Cool. Is it is it on YouTube?
0: Yeah, it'll be on YouTube and the podcast apps and all that. Okay. Stuff. Awesome.
1: Um what is next? Just Um No
2: shows uh, yet, but okay. I think we're gonna try to get song number three Ooh. recorded. Um Working on some newer, some. And also new songs, yeah. yeah.
0: All right. And then the, are any of them up on Spotify yet? Yes. Uh, Gay Love Song. Gay Love Song. Okay, cool. All right. Well, everybody should go listen to that. I remember you (laughs) played that last time at uh, the Carousel, I think, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: uh, there, there's a little bit of a typo when we uploaded it on Spotify. <laughs> oh, <no. I'm... laughs> so it's called That's Another so Gay Love. <laughs> it's another gay love song on oh, Spotify. Good. There's like a somewhere's but...
1: like, you know, it's like a gay love song. And it's, a, and it's like, a, what's that called? Uh...
2: It, it's a it's a song about being in love with a centaur. It's a centaur love song. But there there's so many play on words with the song. Like, one one of my coworkers workers like yeah that song's gay
1: <laughs>
2: uh, but uh that, that the reason thing, yeah. the reason i i say it's gay for uh-huh. one it's it's happy it's a happy right. song but i also use the chords f g and a a lot Ah, okay interesting scrambled them together yep. you get fag <laughs> right there you go. Yes, it, you do. It, it, some yeah, it, it, it's 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 m- m- multiple meaning translation for that one song.
0: Cool.
2: Um, but uh, with it being called another gay love song on Spotify, it makes me want to make a gay love song. And I'm like, uh-huh. you know what? Yeah, it's going to be a gay love song and another gay love song. Yes, this will work perfectly. But now I got to do the work for that.
0: Well, that, that sounds great. So those those are out on Spotify now. And Alex, what's your podcast called?
1: We don't have a name for it yet. Oh, we well, have, where, where do you find it? it?
0: How do people find
1: it? Um, there's a few. There's one episode up on my Instagram. Okay. If you want to go my Instagram, it's just full underscore auto underscore bazooka. Yeah. So full auto bazooka. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, um, but they will be up. I think the next one we're going to do, we're going to actually upload it to YouTube. And okay i see probably other stuff from there but
0: okay nice but ins- yeah. go to your instagram to find go to my
1: instagram and you can find, find all that stuff and then yeah.
0: glass grenades got instagram facebook are you guys on youtube also no youtube, we're on, YouTube
1: we're on spotify spotify uh, that's where facebook, you should listen because like then yeah. then
0: they'll get you know like a thousandth of a penny every time you listen so right exactly so just put I it love, on repeat all thousands day man
1: of pennies yes <laughs> we go to the dollar store by the end of the year yes yeah, right, absolutely
0: right. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for talking today. Did um, Did you, you want to yeah, play thanks something?
1: Thanks for having us. Yeah, um, you want to play Forgotten? Or... <laughs>
0: Dude, that was awesome. Thanks for playing that. That sounded that sounded yeah. that sounded great.
1: Dude, could you see us and hear us okay? Yep.
0: Yeah. That was that, okay, that cool. was good. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, sweet. Well, thanks so much for coming on. I'll put all your links below so everybody can find find everything that you got. Listen and check them out on Spotify, Glass Grenade. Check out Alex's podcast on his Instagram, Full Auto Bazooka. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thanks for talking with me today, guys. Thanks awesome. for having us. Thanks, Anthony. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening or watching. Please remember to like, leave a comment, and subscribe to my channels. Please remember to look up Glass Grenade. Check out their Spotify, their releases one by one until they have an album. And also remember to sign up on my Patreon page if you would like to consider supporting my content generally.